Blog Talk Radio.
call on his name. I feel freedom when I call on his name. I feel a fresh anointing, a fresh release from the very spirit of God when I call on the name of Jesus. Welcome tonight to Life's Own Purpose broadcast. So glad to have you here with us tonight. Tonight our topic is show up to go up. Sometimes showing up means doing it scared, broken, frustrated, or disappointment, but <laughs> you must show up in order to go up. You can't go up if you refuse to show up. So on tonight, we're going to share some go-up strategies that's going to help you to go to the next level on walking in your purpose and fulfilling your destiny. So let's take a few minutes right now. I'm glad to be um, your navigator, your Life on Purpose navigator tonight. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am Deborah Tule. I am Louie's baby girl. I'm an author, a cancer driver, a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and a motivational speaker. And I am so super excited to take this journey with you on this week. Let's take a moment right now to do our invite blast. Go on and send out a text, an email, an inbox, a tweet, and let your family and friends know that they can join us live here on the broadcast right now. Have a special guest tonight, y'all. This woman of God is an anointed vessel of the king, and you want to be here, and you want them to be here um, to join the broadcast tonight. You can also have them to click on my social media page and join us right there on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule broadcast. Also tonight, don't forget to press the number one on your keypad if you have a question or a comment that you would like to share. So that's the number one on your keypad to ask a question or to share a comment. Our foundation of scripture for, this, for the broadcast is Romans 8 and 28, and that is from the King James Version reads, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purposes. Yes, y'all, everything works together for good for those of us who love the Lord. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it looks like, what it feels like, what it seems like. I want to encourage you right now to know that it, and you can give that it a name, whatever that it is in your life, whatever that it is, um, that circumstance is going on right now, know that it is working for a far weighter, far more weightier glory in your life. It's going to bring something to pass. It's going to be phenomenal. So don't get distracted by that it, but know that that it now works for you. You can give it a job description. That's what I did when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, went through breast cancer back in 2012, and I gave my it a job description, and I told it, now it has to work for me. Because all things, that's the word of God. God's word does not change. God's word is infallible. He cannot lie. If he said it, then we can depend on it. If he said it, we can stand on it and we can believe it because the Lord said it and he cannot lie. Last week, we talked uh, about our belief systems with Pastor William Thompson. Y'all, when I tell you that that man of God dropped some major nuggets my God, my God, it was so much wisdom on the line last night. Um, met him many, many years ago, and this and he's been the same ever, ever since I met him. Just a beautiful spirit, kind, gentle man, powerful man of God. And um, you definitely want to go back and listen to last week's broadcast so you can get those nuggets. All right, y'all, we are talking tonight about um, 
the topic showing up, you know, to go up. And I want you to get in your mind right now. I want you to just get in your mind that one thing, that one thing that you feel is standing between you and fulfilling your purpose. That one thing that you feel like is standing between you and walking in your destiny. Now, my guest tonight is Evangelist Cinda Hunter, and I know um, some of you on the line know her and some of you may not know her. But Evangelist Cinda is no stranger to the Life on Purpose broadcast. She was actually one of our first guests. And I want to right now, everybody join me in giving her a welcome back to the broadcast. Cinda Hunter, welcome back, sis. We welcome you back. Thank you for being here with us tonight. Oh, I'm so excited to be back here. I love Life on Purpose. Every time I see that come down my Facebook page, it reminds me of what my purpose is because God gives us life and he gives us a purpose. And it reminds me of what my purpose is in, in my life. And I love this, that God has given you this vision and and, and, and Deborah, that you are walking this out. This is changing lives. And like you said, the gentleman that was on here last week, I just felt reading your post. That was some, some fire talking that he was coming out. That that fire was wisdom just coming out of him. And I was eating it up. Praise God. This, I, I love this. Thank you so much for inviting me here tonight. I'm excited to be here. Amen, amen, and we're excited to have you back, woman of God. And for those of you who don't know already, um, Evangelist Cinder is on also on Tuesday on Facebook Live at 7 o'clock p.m. So I was over there with her as the Lord of God was using her mightily um, to pray and to, to intercede and to share words of encouragement. And, you know, it was just an awesome move of God on the Facebook Live a few minutes ago. So I want to invite you as well to join her on Tuesdays, every Tuesday um, at 7 o'clock p.m. for the Facebook Live prayer. Um, I believe the people that were there, I know I was blessed, and I believe everyone that connected um, to the um, the prayer call tonight on Facebook Live were truly blessed as well. And um, mm-hmm. Evangelist Cinder, I know God is doing some mighty things in your life. He's doing some great things in your life. And I want you just to tell us, you know, since the last time you were here with us, I think you told us what Life on Purpose meant to you at that time, and you may want to share about that, but also talk about what the Lord is doing in your life since the last time you were here with us. Well, whenever I, whenever you invited me last time to come on this show, and it really, like times like this, when you get an opportunity to be able to have that one-on-one and to dig deep down into the basement of your soul to ask you, what is life on purpose? What purpose do I have? And it makes me think that every time that I, like I told you, every time I see it, it makes me think that what is my purpose? Because my purpose is different than someone else's purpose because we're all not here for the same thing. I can't do what God's called you to do. And you, of course, can't do what God's called me to do because our anointings are different. I'm anointed the time as this, and you're anointed for such a time as this. And this is changing lives. And actually what's happened with me between now and the time that I came on previously is God has really doing a work on the inside of me. My character is really being stretched and changed to be able to look and walk and talk like the calling and the assignment that is on me. That is what he is doing with me. With my purpose is for him to change me and to flow through me so he can use me for his purpose 
for to 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 expand the kingdom of God, and that I think that's been more of a change than anything is what's changed on the inside of me, because I saw that when I begin to pray for other people, that um, how I think they should change, then God ends up dealing with me because it always comes back on me, which is fine because there's no greater change than what God is doing inside of me, so people can see the reflection of Jesus Christ. That's what I want to look like and walk like and talk like. That's what I want to do. Amen, amen. And that should be what all of us should want to do. And I know sometimes it gets mm-hmm. difficult. Sometimes life gets hard. I know, you know, for me personally, if I can just be transparent for a moment, it's it's difficult to be who God created you to be because you have so many things coming against you, so many things in your mind, and um, so many things, you know, opposing that. And so for you to literally walk in the fullness of who God created you to be Mm. requires you to overcome those Mm. obstacles that are standing there to oppose you. And I'm thinking about even David and how, you know, when he went to see his brothers and took them that lunch and how he saw um, the giant Goliath, you know, opposing the children of Israel and how he made a decision, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something about this. And I heard you share a few minutes ago, woman of God, how you felt like people had begun to come against you, to talk about something as simple as your hair, to talk about how you speak, you know, your dialect, Mm -hmm. you know, the words that you use to share the gospel and begin to pick you apart. But I want to say tonight, that is just like that Goliath that's trying to oppose you, trying to prevent you from going forth Mm -hmm. and do what God has called you to do Mm -hmm. in the fullness of who you are, because anointing requires us to be authentically who God created us to be. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. When we make, when when we make a choice, that we're going all in for God and we're going to do it God's way. We got to know we're going to face mm-hmm. the giants. We're going to know that we're going to be opposed. But sis, tell us what happens. And I think you shared a little bit about that. Just talk a little bit about when we are opposed by that giant. Because again, we have to show up to go up. See, David had to show up to that field to, to face Goliath before he could go to his next level. So tell us a little bit about showing up to go up when we face that Goliath in our life. How do we stand? What should we do? And I agree with I agree with showing up. Showing up is making that decision. You decide. You decide because it's a decision that you make because God, when God calls us, it's a decision that we make to answer that call. And like you were saying, too, we all are faced with different giants. My giant is different than someone else's giant. What giant am I facing right now, and how do I face that, and how do I – how do I handle this battle that I'm walking through right now? Exactly. How, how am I equipped to handle this battle? How was David equipped to handle that battle? Because you saw where he was going to put on Saul's armor, but it just didn't fit. Because he can't fight the same battles that Saul fight in the same manner that Saul was going to fight them. Like right now, I've noticed that to me that it's a decision that I make regardless of how I feel. I know that this is not about feelings. Joyce Myers makes a wonderful statement that we always go back to how we feel, but it's about a commitment that I've made to God that I've decided to answer this call. I've decided to show up, that I would be there regardless of what it is I'm walking through. And it is very difficult, like you were saying. It is, and it's a growing process, and we're all on different levels, and I need to know, what battle that I'm in, and Ron Carpenter Jr. says one of the best things that have ministered to me is necessities of an enemy. He said yes. that you need to know what level that you own. He said, and I want you to know that the next level that you go on, your enemies are assigned to that level because God's allowed him to be mm-hmm. assigned to that level. 
So we have to have the knowledge of how to operate and how to do war in this battle that we're in. And it's always a battle, and nothing's never easy. And this really is, like you say, it's very difficult. So right now where I'm at is knowing what battle I'm in and how the Bible instructs me to walk through this battle so that way I can stay faithful to God and answer this call. Because, because I mean, Elder, you know as well as I know, it's not just life on purpose on a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Life on purpose is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yes. It's every day. Yes. Yeah, it's every day, and you have to do it as soon as you get up from the time you go to bed. It's life on purpose, and you have to keep that mentality. You have to stay faithful. You have to stay faithful to God regardless of what people say, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of any of those things. We have to stay faithful because God tells us to stay focused. He said, he, 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 he said if you stay focused on your situation, he said, it will blind you. Don't stay focused on your situation. Stay focused on me. So that's, I'm trying, that's what I'm working on is staying focused on Jesus and releasing my faith and knowing that he's got me through this. But I got to have an ear that's inclined to hear the best day of the Lord. I got to stay in tune with what he's telling me and the wisdom that he's imparting in me to walk through this season in my life so I can show up, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. Because one thing about it is, you can you can actually go through life and um and never never stand in the power and in the authority that God has given to us. You know, the word Mama. of God talks about how we are, you know, a royal of the of a royal priesthood, a holy nation, that mm-hmm. we are a peculiar people. That we we're in the earth. And so we, mm-hmm. we you know, we, we face the same things that everybody else do in the earth, but Jesus was in the earth as well. And the Bible says that Jesus was in the earth, but yet Jesus, he he never sinned. And we are no longer slaves to sin. And I think sometimes when we think about, you know, going up to the next level in God, showing up to, you know, representing who God has called us to be, sometimes we shrink back because we don't realize the power that God has given to each of us to overcome. The Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word Mm -hmm. of our testimonies. Now, if we say, Mm -hmm. you know, I believe the word, I believe God, you know, I pray, I sing, I dance, I shout, I do all these things, but yet I don't believe in the power of the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't believe I can apply the blood to every situation I have, every Mm. circumstance I have, if I don't believe that I can apply the blood, when I had breast cancer, if I was not able to believe the word of God that said that by his stripes that I was healed, if I couldn't believe the word of God in those situations, then I'm a liar. I'm nothing more than a liar. You know, God Mm. ministered to me when my mother died. And I can remember, I was so distraught, and I remember asking the Lord, I say, God, you know, why would you take my mom? My mama was, <laughs> she was almost 87, y'all. Let me put that out there. She was almost 87. <laughs> but guess what? It don't matter how old they get, you still don't want them to leave the earth. And I could not believe that my mother had died. And I kept asking the Lord and kept going to him about it. God, I can't believe my mama died. God, I can't believe you took my mother. And I can just remember, I just heard it, y'all. It was so audible. And God said to me, you know, and I asked him, why did you wait till I left the room and then you came to take my mother? 
And what God said to me in that moment, he said, because if you had been in the room, you would have prayed for her to stay, and it was time for her to go. And so, and then I just kept, you know, okay, I got that, God. I understand that I'm with you. I hear that. But I kept on going to him. I can't believe you took my mama. Until one day God had to speak sternly to me. And what God said to me is this. He said, if you can't believe me that I love your mother enough and that I will take care of your mother, the reason that you're saved, the reason that you live a, um, a Christian life is so when you pass from this side over into eternity that you, you have an inheritance better on that side than it is on this side. And the father said to me, he said, if you don't believe that your mother received the salvation that you say you're living for, then you are nothing more than a liar. Mm. And when God said that to me, I said, oh, okay, God, I got you. I hear you. I had to get my little stuff together. I had to regroup my thoughts. I had to change my per- my um, perspective, and I had to get my mm. get my mind on track. Because see, mm. what we do sometimes when we face giants in our lives, what we want to do, we want to go back to a woe with me. We want to start feeling like we don't have the power to overcome. And I was reading in Second Kings chapter six earlier. And it was talking about, you know, when there was a there was a, a, um, a battle going on with the Armenians, and it was Elisha. He was a prophet that was there. And so the Armenian, the king, had got mad because he wanted to come up against the children of Israel. And Elisha kept telling the king how to maneuver, so the, the Armenian king got angry. And so in, in, this, in this passage of Scripture, we see how the man, the, the servant that was with Elisha, once they came up against them, they finally got to them. And the, and the Bible says that, you know, as he looked out, he saw the servant saw all this army all around them with horses and chariots was around the city. And Elijah's servant said to him, and this is verse 15, Alas, my master, what shall we do? And Elisha said, Fear not. For those with us are more woo, than those with them. So, see, mm-hmm. when we go through things in our lives, see, you got to mm-hmm. know, it, the, we have more with us than it is with them. And then in, chapter, in verse 17 it says, Then Elisha prayed, Lord, I pray you, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and he saw. Mm. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round mm. about Elisha. And I want to say Woo! tonight, oh, my God, as mm. we are Come standing on. against what is opposing us, as we're looking and pressing forward to walk in our purpose and fulfill our destiny in the yes, earth, Lord. that more are with us mm. than it is with them that are opposing yes. us, that's standing against mm. us, that we're going to yes. walk through what God has commissioned for us, what he has anointed us to do, and we have to know, God, open up our eyes and allow us to see Mm. the tricks, the traps, the snares of the enemy, and to know that the greater one lives on the inside of us. The greater one. The greater one. Now, since, Mm. now let me be quiet, let me pull back, let me let Evangelist Hunter, come on, Evangelist Hunter, come on and take us up a little higher. Well, I just want to, I felt glad to add this in here. 
because this is one thing that I have walked through. And when we learned this, and especially me, if I, if I learned this, there's a thing I call the Judas Circle. And like I said, it comes from Ron Carpenter Jr. And this is, I love listening to him. I think he's a mighty man of God. I think he's anointed. And I pull his wisdom in because I know he's been through a lot of trials and tribulations. He does one thing it's called that we start out as a hero, like what you're talking about. We start out as a hero in somebody's situation, but then what happens, we end up becoming the victim. Then we end up becoming broken, and it's called a drama circle. And Judas, he stood in the he Pharisee, and he stood on the side of the disciples' circle because he couldn't make a choice. So I have to be careful whenever I'm walking through this ministry, so that way I'm not pulled into something called the Judas circle. I just I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to somebody tonight. If this is something that God's talked talk to me about. Has to be really, really careful. If you want to show up to go up, you got to remove the drama. So if somebody needs to go on a drama diet, I had to go on a drama diet. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is all about is your story will give God the glory. He'll take your mess and make a message is what he'll do. And he'll take, he'll just take your chance to make a testimony out of it. Like you said a while ago, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if we could see what's surrounded around us, if we could see that God's already making the crooked path straight, and he's already gone before us, and that he gives us the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, and enlightens our understanding, and he ministers to us the word. He has ministers of fire that Hebrews 1, 7 says will come to us and minister on the behalf of the Father. If we know that we have that and we're in tune with what God wants, us to do and praying every day and reading our word, God's going to take us through this. Like you said, we don't even know what's surrounded around us. If we can see in the spiritual realm what God's doing Ooh, for us, we don't have to worry about who's against us. We don't have to worry about who's persecuting us and who's talking about us and who's coming against us. Because if we knew who was for us, we wouldn't right. have to worry about who's against us. Because me and you had some talks the other day, what we were, what some of the things I was going through and the wisdom that just poured from this woman just filled me up and I went home with some peace. Because what we need to do, if we in the ministry find you somebody that it's got some wisdom as walking as thus saith the Lord that can come and pour into us and help us walk this path. That's what God's got us here for. We have purpose to help somebody else is what we're here for, to help somebody else walk through what we've been through. You said you've been through breast cancer. Nobody knows what it's like until you sit and walk through that. But somebody that's about to walk into it don't know what to expect. But God's got an anointed and an appointed and redeemed, sanctified, consecrated woman of God who is a warrior for the Lord standing in front of somebody who's about to walk through it. And they need you. They need to hear every story of what God done for her. And that's the same thing he's doing with me. Somebody needs to hear what I've been through because our testimony, that, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel about this for our purpose of what we walk through in this life. is what this is for is being the hands and the seat and the mouth and the heart of Jesus Christ to help other people what they're walking yes. through. And that's what our calling is all about. That's what I try to tell people to ask, how do you know you called? You'll know when you called. I was sitting at the swimming pool, and the Lord said, Simba, I'm calling you into women's ministry. You will preach from a pulpit. I, I, I fell. I wept. I wept and continued to weep because I knew I heard his, I knew he called me. I didn't have to ask nobody. I knew he called me. I knew what he called me to do. Everything you've been through, you will help somebody else who's going through it. And that's what this is all about. I'm a, I'm a cancer survivor. You know, my aunt is a, can, a breast cancer survivor. She's 72 years old, and her story is helping somebody else. Praise and that's God. what this is all about. Praise Life on God. purpose is helping other people. Exactly what this is assignment for you. And you show up every Tuesday so that way you can go up, so you can help somebody else. That's what this is all about. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Ooh, now, you done got God. me on fire. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Yes, Lord. Well, the Holy Ooh, Spirit. Yes, He is. Mm, mm. 
Amen, mm. amen. And yeah. I just want to say, I just, you know, feel that someone tonight, um, you, you know, you're facing something right now that you feel that is insurmountable, that you don't see yourself overcoming it, you don't see your way out of it. And I just want mm. you to know that, you know, between between Evangelist Cinder and I, you know, we can tell you, and, and your situation has something to do with a relationship, but we can tell you that God can and that God will bring you out. I mean, if you trust him and you depend on him, even even with the pain that you're experiencing, even with the hurt that you're experiencing right now, know that it will not be like this forever. It's only for a moment in time. You're going to get through That's this. Right. You're going to come out on the other side, and you're going to look back, and you're going to say, you're going to say, I, I never would have made it. I I never thought I would have came out. And you will see how God, through his grace and through his mercy, how he maneuvered you and helped you to mm-hmm. get through what you were going through. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes we have to go through to get to. Um, Evangelist Cinder, have you mm-hmm. ever had an experience where you actually had to go through something and when you went through it, you look back on the other side and you realize as a result of what I went through, my testimony was strengthened. God did something in my life that has made me a better person, that has changed me. Have you ever um, experienced anything like that? Well, what I'm about to say may not mean much to a lot of people, but to me, it was actually the first assignment God had ever gave me. He gave me a conference called Beautiful Ashes. I have never stepped out on my own to do everything. I've never held a microphone. I've never been in the pulpit of a church. I've never did anything like that. And I was scared half to death. But the Lord gave me Isaiah 61 and said he would give me beautiful ashes. He said, this is the name of this conference. And I tell you right now, the opposition that I faced and what I walked through, and I didn't know what was in me. I didn't know what God gave me. I didn't know it was there. I didn't know I could step out the boat and Jesus would hold my hand. I didn't know that that was what was going to happen. But I stayed faithful, and I come about four weeks to calling it quits. And God said, if you quit this, you'll quit everything else. Don't quit what you say. Show up. He said, continue, keep the faith, Sandra, I will be for real. Hold on. I said, well, Lord, I just don't know. God said, I know. He said, I know. Hold on. We showed up that Friday night, first conference God had ever gave me. There was 300 people sitting in those chairs. I am not Praise kidding. Never had a conference before, and people's lives were changed. Marriages were restored. There was healing in that place that night. Praise it was God. unbelievable things that happened that night. The power of God fell in that place. There were people laying on their face and snotting and crying and weeping from the power of the Lord, and you didn't even have to lay hands on anybody. But that that changed me. That let me know right there that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Glory. There's purpose inside glory, of me. Glory. Life on purpose inside of me. It's in there because God put it in there, and it's for him to get the glory. It's to expand the kingdom of God, to build the kingdom of God. That's exactly what it's for. And if I kept that mentality, every time I step out, he tells me to do something. I said, you know what? Just like Karen Wheaton's song says, if he did it then, he'll do it again. He'll do it one more time. If he did it before, he'll do it again, and he'll do it again and again. And again, but every time he does it, my faith just gets stronger. Every time he does something, it just builds my faith up to know that if I show up, I'm going to go up next level every time. It never fails every time. Next level. Did y'all hear that? Next level. If you you show up. Glory. Mm. She said she had to show up scared. She had to show up scared, y'all. If we will show up then God will take us 
to the next level. Oh, my God. What I feel right now in my spirit is yes. a war cry. Oh, my, my God. Yellow in my God. Hey, Come God, on. I thank you, Father God. I feel a war mm. cry right now. If mm. we will but show up. Oh, my, my, and let God be God. Let God be the door opener. Mm. So you don't have to mm. worry about opening the door. Let God be the door opener. He will open the door. Yes. He yes. will open the doors, and he will Hallelujah. make the way. God says in Ephesians 3 and 20 that he is a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can oh, ask yes. or even think. There's nothing, Woo. nothing. Nothing in the book of Jeremiah says that there is nothing that's too hard for God. Oh, my God. Mm. So whatever it is right now that you're praying about, whatever it is that you're seeking the Lord for, whatever it is you sense the Holy Ghost is calling you to do, know that you can step out in faith. You can go, and God will open the door. God will make the way. God will provide. See, God won't let us depend on him because, you know, when we try to figure everything out and make sure that the conditions are right before we sow, then we may never sow. But if we're like the farmer and we look Hmm. out and we see, we sense that it's going to rain, the only way the rain is going to benefit you is if you have seed in the ground. Oh, my God. See, it can rain all day long. But if you haven't gone out and put seed in the ground, you cannot expect a harvest. So you have to go out. Whatever God has called you to do, whatever mm. he's stirring up in you right now, mm. God says, I'm calling you to show up. I'm calling you to go up. I don't care if you're scared. Yes. I don't care if you're mm. broken. I don't care if you're frustrated. <laughs> I don't care if you're disappointed. Put your hands up in the air. And you begin to give God glory because you know, Father, you're going to get the glory out of my story. Woo, my, my, yes, God. You're going to sit in my shed, God. Yes. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, God, I bless your name, God. You're so good. You're so worthy, Lord. And so that's what we're going to do. We are going to show up to go up. We're going to continue with our guest tonight, Evangelist Cinda Hunter. So great. The Mm. mighty woman of God. So glad to have her here with us tonight. But right now we're going to take our break. I want to let you know that you are listening live tonight to the God Squad 66 Network here. um, We have other shows that are on throughout the week. You can check us out. We have a sports show. We have other encouraging shows here every week. We want you to definitely check us out, um, the other shows that's on. And right now we're going to have our Life on Purpose song for this week, and it is a song by... Um, Ricky Dillard and the name of the song is War Cry. Listen up. Oh, 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 oh,
little bit shout music. Know you want to give God some praise right now. Go on and praise God right now for your future. Praise Him for your destiny. Praise Him for your purpose. Praise Him for what He's doing in your life right now. Praise Him for your breakthrough. It's on the way. You're next in line for your breakthrough. You're next in line for your miracle. You're next in line. You're next in line. You're next in line. You gotta see yourself. Next in line. And you're listening live tonight to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Chule broadcast that gave you a little bit of a war cry right there because you are next in line for your breakthrough. You're next in line for your miracle. You are next in line for that job. You're next in line for that car. Whatever you need. See, God knows what you need. You know, sometimes when we talk about the car or the house or whatever, see, some people already have a car and a house. And they don't really need no car in a house. Another car, another house is a luxury to them. But then there are some people that don't have a car. And these are the people I'm talking to tonight, the people who don't have a car right now, the people who don't have a job right now, the people who don't have a home right now. Those are the people that I'm prophesying to right now to tell you that you're next in line. You're next in line for your miracle. You're next in line for your breakthrough. God says when you show up, then you're going to be able to go up. You got to show up to go up, show up in your faith, show up in your persistency. Sometimes we, you know, we got to go hard for God. Sometimes we get a little bit lazy. We don't want to read our word. We don't want to pray. We don't want to be in service. We get lazy. But God says, go hard for me. In this season, you got to show up in order to go up. Am I right about it, Evangelist Sender? Amen. Yes, you are. That is the truth. You have to stay faithful and dedicated. Yes, you do. You have to. <laughs> Woo! Lord have mercy. I tell you, I, I feel led to share this. I, I don't know if there's for someone listening to lot tonight, but God puts that purpose and that vision on inside of us. We have to walk this out. You have to walk it out. You can't decide one day you're going to walk it out, and the next day you're mad. And like you, like we were talking about, we get frustrated and all the, the, the trials that we go through and the giants that we face just to throw in the towel and just say, I'm done. We have to stay faithful because God is growing us. And we want to grow. We want to be stronger. I don't want to be the same person I was last year. I want to be stronger, stronger in my faith, stronger in my wisdom. I want to be a mighty woman that that other women look at and say, you know what? I love the example that she's setting for Christ Jesus. I love what God has done through her. And you know what? If God's done it through her, he can do it through me. That's the kind of woman I want to be. Like he said, I want to walk in purpose. And I want to have that purpose that God's given me. There's a vision inside of somebody tonight who's listening. We all have vision. Take that vision and go take and, and pray about it and walk it out because God will begin to, re- to to reveal pieces to you of it and it just all comes together. You know, I just somebody told me this one time, Elder, but he he said that you know he said I feel like God has given me this vision and he checked out. He said I feel like he just you know and I'm having to walk this thing backward. I said it does feel like he's checked out. It re- but he has it because he gives us a vision and he puts people in our life and it's not the people that we actually are thinking that it would be. 
you know, because I, I had these, this mindset of who all would be with me whenever God gave me this vision to, to, to walk this calling out. But it's not those people. It's the people that you would least expect that will be there to help you and the ones that help walk with you. And it's unbelievable that, but the vision is the vision is there. And just like you had the vision of life on purpose, and look what lives it is changing. You know, and I'm sure it's changed you and built you up as a, as who you Amen. are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. You are absolutely right, because mm-hmm. it it is a process. It is a process, and it stretches you, because it requires you to get out of your comfort zone. It requires you to get out of your comfort zone. And, and I know for me, when it first came <laughs> to me, you know, it was it was something that, you know, I did not, you know, feel that I was equipped to do. I didn't see myself being equipped. I didn't see myself being capable. I didn't see myself being able to handle, you know, this every week. I just didn't see, think I was, let me just put it, make it plain, plain English. I just didn't think I was good enough. Evangelist, mm. I didn't think I was good enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I had what it took. I didn't think I was as good as everybody else. I'm not as anointed as other people. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not as smart as other people. So I had all of these things in my head and in my mind to say why I could not be and could not do what God had created me to do or what God was calling me to do. Have you ever felt that, sis, or, 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 or what should we do when we feel those types of feelings? Yeah, for me, I spent a lot of time in prayer. Whenever I began to feel that way, I knew where I found my peace. My peace came whenever I was in the presence of the Lord. Like, like you're telling me, it really is true. And I know people say that, that they've done, you know, they may have done certain things during the day or, or went here and, and walking or whatever it is that they, they did. But for me, I always knew that I could go find that prayer time and that in that prayer time, the presence and the power of the Lord will fill me back up. And I had the strength that I needed because I know that when he anoints us, he equips us with what we need to, to, mm-hmm. to walk this purpose out that he has in us. I know he does. But we come through. I, I do believe that he gives us a new and, and a fresh anointing when we need it. I, I do believe he does it and he strengthens us and then imparts wisdom in us for, for different levels of our life. I do believe he does that. Um, now I'm going to be transparent as, as Paula White's transparent. From what I came from and from the neighborhood that I grew up in, you would have never had thought little Lucinda would be where God has put her. I would have never envisioned myself right here because I would t- t- stutter because I was so intimidated. I, I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel like my language was uh, adequate enough for to, to conversate with others because I couldn't conversate with them on the same level. I couldn't do that. I couldn't comprehend uh, conversations, talking to people, but as I began to get in the Word of God, it transformed me. I'm telling you that I, I know people talk this elder, but I'm telling you, as God is my witness, that's what happened to me. I couldn't comprehend the sentence no more than half of it, but when I began to read the Word of God, it became revelation. Oh, he began to give me visions glory. at nighttime that started coming to pass. He began to give me scriptures that I've never read, and I began like pre- prepare you the way of the Lord. I was like, I didn't even know that was in the Bible. I was writing these things glory. down. He was giving me scriptures about peace. I've never read them, never saw them, and I'd open them up, and there they were. 
and he was showing me things that were about to come to pass and they would happen. He was showing me things in people's life and they begin to come to pass that would happen in their life. It had nothing to do with anybody else. It had something to do with me, with my faith. It built my faith and my confidence yes, who I was in yes, Christ thank Jesus, you, Lord. that he was speaking to me and that it was going to come to pass. And I'm telling you, God is powerful. If people really just knew how powerful yes. he is and what he's capable of doing and what he's pouring in us as women, women, we are some mighty warriors for the kingdom. I'm telling you, yes, glory, we are. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, we are. He wants to use us to help other women, to help build them up is what he wants to do. Mm. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Ooh, since you, about, 40, about 41 minutes ago, you said this. You said, I know you think you're losing but you're actually winning. God is mm-hmm. making you into a spiritual giant. Elaborate mm-hmm. on that a little bit. Because I know as for me, I would always look at things in the physical eye. And I would always say, you know, Lord, I just don't see this. This is just not working out just the way that I thought it would work out. God, we're, we're, I'm walking this out. But, Lord, it is not looking like it's in my favor at all. And then when I get to the very edge when I think I was at the very edge of it and I just couldn't take no more, I'm at my wit's end. I used all my wisdom to do all I can do. And I did everything I can do. And then God steps in because we're really winning. It, it, things don't always turn out the way I think they should because I'm, I'm thanking God for a lot of unanswered prayers because he would answer those prayers. There's no telling where I'd be today. But that's what I'm saying. We are winning because Jesus says we're victorious already. We already had the victory. The victory may not be the way we think it should be all the time, but we are winning. We are. And, and, and in the end, we know who wins. So, <laughs> Amen. And one thing that we have to do, too, when we begin to take an inventory, you know, showing up to go up. Sometimes you can you can beat yourself up so badly because you feel like you you don't measure up or you're not as good as uh, somebody else. And when you begin to compare yourself with someone else's, um, you know, anointing or someone else's gifting, mm. and what we have to remember, we shouldn't compare ourselves to anyone other than the person that you were yesterday. The calling, the anointing that God has on you on you and your life, that's mm-hmm. where you are to answer to, not someone else's anointing, not someone else's calling, not someone else's assignment, but we are to find out what God has called us to do and to begin to walk it out to the greatest, you know, putting forth the effort, putting forth the study, putting forth, you know, the time to develop, to cultivate, and to begin to walk it out Mm -hmm. with everything that's in us. Not comparing myself to somebody else, but God, mm-hmm. when I look at me, who you made little old Deborah to be, little old Deborah who in the sixth grade went to speech because she never would talk, and they thought she couldn't <laughs> talk. Little old Deborah who grew up, Come you on. know, looking down through the cracks <laughs> in the floor and saw the ground. You know, little old Deborah who grew up without a running water in the house and bathroom in the house. Little old Deborah who felt like she wasn't good enough, low esteem, self-esteem so low, she never thought she'd ever be anything, little old Deborah. But then God said that you are who mm-hmm. I say you are. And then God had to begin to heal my heart from the inside out. Because I tell you, I was mm. a girl that grew up, didn't know my father. I knew of my father. but And one thing, the one thing I knew of him was the thing that hurt me the most, and that was that he was a pastor. He was a pastor that had got a woman pregnant, which was my mother, and I was the child that was born. So for a lot of years, I felt bad. Although I know now I had absolutely nothing to do with that, but for a season, the enemy plagued my mind with the fact that I was a mistake. 
that I wasn't even supposed to be here, that I was an embarrassment. So for a lot mm. of years, I carried a weight that did not belong to me. It was not my portion. But I carried it for many years until God gave me understanding. And he himself, the father, Abba, the good, good father, he fathered me and he loved me like no other, like nobody else could and let me know that I was loved and that I was here, that he sent me into the earth with a purpose, with an assignment, with a destiny, and that I was never an accident, that I could not even be in the Mm. earth except he allowed it. And when I got that revelation about that and God began to build me up and to begin to encourage me and just being who I am, see, it hadn't been too long ago that I even got comfortable with just being in my own skin. It took me many years to get to the place that I'm just comfortable being in my own skin and being who God created me to be and operating Mm. in that. And when you get to that place, you know, still not where I know God is taking me. I'm still on a journey. And that's why it's called Life on Purpose because this is a journey. I don't think you get, I think, I think you always in process, it's always a process that you're going through as you're walking this thing out. I don't think you get there and then you stop and you say, oops, I'm here now, yay, let me just stop right here and park. But I believe that life on purpose, <laughs> it requires us to show up every day. It requires us to get up in the morning knowing that it's, it's more to my life than what I see in these, in these four walls. It's more to my life than what I went through yesterday. It's more to my life. God has greater for me. And we have to begin to understand that and to begin to realize that. I want to share something with you. I feel led to share this. You know, you were talking about show up to go up, and this is life on purpose. You know, God has a purpose when we show up at places. I I went places. I said, you know, I knew I just wasn't supposed to come here. But I end up lining up with some young woman that needed to talk to me that day. There's some woman that's been through hell and high water that needed me to be there that day. And I end up telling her, I end up saying hey to her. She said, hello. And I look, I said, how are you doing? You know, I'm just not doing too good today. And I would have been there on assignment. I've been there on purpose, on God's purpose that day. He purposely sent me to this place so I could minister to that woman. You got a woman of God who shows Glory. up on the timing of God because I was ordained and orchestrated by God to be there on that day because I was there on purpose for his purpose. And that way I can minister to her and just think whenever the devil knows that we show up on purpose, on God's purpose in the place, and what's oozing from our pores is the assignment of the Lord to be there to minister to somebody who's by at their wit's end, who's had it all and don't know what to do. But we are there on purpose. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm, I love that now. Man. <laughs> Ooh. Glory, glory, Ooh. glory, glory. Praise God. That's good Ooh, right I've there. Been many places That's on good purpose. Right there. Yes. Mm. 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 Being directed by the Holy Spirit Being directed But I just want to share a couple of nuggets um, Minister and evangelist You can can chime in on this But as as we're Looking at our topic show up to go up The first thing that we have to do Is love ourselves You have to love you You know the Bible teaches us that we are to love others as we love ourselves. And sometimes we will start, you know, we'll get that out of order and we'll begin to love other people and forget about ourselves. But God wants you to love you. You can't move forward in life if you don't love yourself. 
sometimes you have to, first of all, forgive yourself because sometimes we, you know, we've made mistakes, we've done things wrong, we've allowed ourselves to get caught up in, in situations and circumstances that we know did not honor the Lord. But God wants you to know, first of all, that he loves you and he wants you to love yourself. I'm not talking about that love when you, you know, um, um, you know, you see yourself and you prideful and you arrogant. That's not the love I'm talking about. But I'm talking about the self-love that you've learned to be gentle with you, to be okay just being with you, being in the skin that you're in, knowing that it's not about you, but it's about what God has deposited in you, that you will walk that out. And secondly, you have to invest in your spiritual life. And, and Evangelist Cindy has been saying that all night, and she's been sharing mm-hmm. her testimony. We have to spend time mm-hmm. with God. Do you want to elaborate on that for a minute about investing in your spiritual life, Evangelist? Yeah, because I've noticed whenever, you know, you, look, we all go through these times. I know I'm not the only one. There's times that I thought that I could do it without prayer. Yeah, I, I, I felt that way before. I have never become so stagnant, so tired, so mentally exhausted, so frustrated, so weak, even in my physical body. It just don't happen. It just don't happen. And when you go places and you'll feel like you're you're scramming around in your brain to try to figure out what it is that why you're there, you know, what is it that God's really trying to say, then you'll second guess yourself if you're sent somewhere to minister. But it is really that spiritual time with the Father. You know, it's a two way conversation in the relationship with the Lord. It's a two way conversation. And you have to find the time, you have to discipline yourself to talk to him. And he's waiting on us. And he will strengthen us. I'm telling you, I don't know who, who we're talking to tonight, who's on here. If, if they're walking through something and need strength, strength in your prayer time. If you have to lay your head on your pillow at night because you're too frustrated, too broken, talk to the Father right there. He's listening. No matter if you have to mumble yes. it because you're, you're hurt and broken, he's listening. And you know that because of what you've been through. You know he's listening to us. He hears us. He loves us. Amen. Amen. And number three, crush Fear, crush it. That's a good one. Render it harmless and powerless in your life. Crush fear. Mm. And one way that we crush fear and defy fear is when we step past it in spite of it. It may be Mm. there and we can acknowledge it, but we know that it did not come from the Father because he has not given us the spirit of fear but a power, love, and a sound mind. So when fear mm. shows up, you know that that is not your portion. It does not belong to you. You acknowledge mm. it. You identify what it is, and then you step right over it, and you keep on mm. moving. You crush mm. it when you get up, and you keep on moving, and you keep on persevering. Just like God told Moses is, is what he said to us right now. He told Moses, I will be with you. I am God, and I will be with you. I will never leave you. That's what the Father is saying to us today. Mm-hmm. He will help us. He will deliver us. So when we get up, when we stand up, and we push through, then we will crush fear. And number four is remain focused. Evangelist Cindy, you want to elaborate on remaining focused? Yeah, I think that will send, you know, devil, your enemy, he will send people in your life to sabotage you emotionally. And when we get emotionally out of line, emotionally upset, it takes our focus off. I do believe that. I, that, I, I believe that so much. I do because people is, you know, who else does the devil have to use? He doesn't want to use your car. You know, he doesn't want to use what, what your, your, you know, just this silly little thing. He uses people. And when we allow people to emotionally sabotage us or to 
the persecutions and everything we go through, I think that is the biggest thing right there. I really, really do. I do. I just think that's the biggest biggest hindrance that the devil would, uh, that he loves to do to us is use people. Absolutely, and I totally, totally agree with that. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And last but not least is get back up. Get back Come on up. Come now. Mm. Sometimes mm. following yeah. your purpose will make you nervous, and sometimes mm. you may not have the confidence that, you know, that you need in order to move forward. But if mm-hmm. you find yourself that you have gotten knocked down, no, I may be knocked down, but I'm not knocked out. <laughs> I am getting back up. Get back up, get back moving, and continue to go forward. Now, Evangelist, Senator, do you want to elaborate a little bit on getting back up and then with your final remarks and telling people how they could connect with you and all that good stuff? It means for me to sit back. Sit back, Senator, and get your thoughts back together. Get your focus going back on because they said it's set back for a comeback. It's for me to set back, me to set back and refocus. Go back, get my focus back. You know, be intentional about what I'm doing. What is the Lord telling me? Not what people are telling me or what my circumstances or my situations are telling me. What is God telling me? Because he's the one who's ultimately faithful. He's the one who has, has anointed us and gave us purpose to walk this out. That's, that's, that is what I want to say about that. And I want to add this in there because I know that we're, we're on time here, but I want to put this in here. Moses, when the burning bush, Moses the burning bush to me is what the Lord has showed me was that right there is representation of him answering leadership for him answering the call because <laughs> the burning bush, he, you know, he talked to the Lord, you know, and the, the bush was burning. So, and, and he, and Moses responded. So he took on the leadership. He took on the calling that was upon him to lead the people. You know, so he took that on through the burning bush. So that's how I see it. Sometimes God has mm-hmm. put that little fire in us just to get us focused right back on him to get our focus off the people. But um, I want to you know, add this. If, if, any, if whoever wants to you know, connect with me or, or find out more about me, they can go to sendahunter.com. That is my web page. It tells you all about me and about the calling that's on my life and how God called me. And uh, it tells a good descriptive story about it. And it's not too long, but um, I'm on Facebook, and people can find me on Facebook. But I feel like, Elder, that the Lord has called me to minister to the broken and to heal those who are spiritually broken and to help those who are coming through dysfunctional families, especially young girls who have came through a lot of hardships that I have through some sexual traumas through that, who they're walking through that, who came from alcoholic and drug abusive families. I, I see that God has helped me with a lot of that. So I feel like that's, that's who I am, and, um, and I'm excited for what God's going to do, and I'm excited for being here tonight on Life on Purpose. Really, I love that. I love that. Uh, the purpose just gives me a fire. So, And I thank you for inviting me. Amen, amen. Well, my God, my God, this has been an awesome, awesome um, time tonight as we've been able to share from this topic. Having um, Evangelist Cinda here tonight, I love this woman of God. I love who she is in the Lord and how God is using her mightily um, to advance the kingdom. So it's just such a blessing and such a such an honor to have her with us tonight. And even last week when uh, we were at the revival, was it two weeks ago last week? Um, two weeks ago we were at the revival and just how God is continuing to use this woman to turn the world upside down, just like he did back on the day in the days of Pentecost when um, the Holy Spirit mm. was released in the earth realm and how things began to happen and things began to move. And she Amen. has such a heart for God. 
and um, mm-hmm. God is, is going to continue to use her. I just truly believe that, you know, we have not even seen the tip of the iceberg as to what the Lord is going to do in this woman of God's life. So I'm so excited to, um, you know, to be able to um, have her here with us tonight. And um, I just wanted, before we go tonight, before we go into our prayer, um, if someone has a question, a comment, if you want to press the number one on your keypad, we'll bring you live into the show right now, allow you to ask your, to ask your question or um, to share your comment. Um, what we're going to do right now is take a few minutes for a song. We're going to come back, and when we do, uh, we'll allow you to answer your, your ask your question or your comment. And uh, we will end with um, Evangelist Cinda um, giving us a word of prayer. I know she had already been praying, but she's going to pray a little bit more with us tonight. Amen. All right. Well, let's listen up tonight um, to a little bit of this song, um, You're Bigger by Jaquela Carr. Let's get this in our spirits tonight. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, where we lift your name up high, Father, we magnify you, Lord. 
Father, I thank you for this opportunity tonight, Father God, to uplift your name, Father, to to talk about God and give testimonies, Lord, of what you're doing in our lives, Father. As mighty women of God, Father, in such a time as this, Father, that you have called us, Father, to expand and build your kingdom, Lord. Father, I thank you, Father, for the wisdom that has flowed from Elder Deborah tonight, God. I thank you, Father God, for life on purpose, Lord. I ask you, God, to continue to bless it, Father, and continue to use it, Lord, for your purpose, God, to build up your kingdom, Father, to to, to touch people, Lord, that, that, that need to hear this word every Tuesday, God, and continue to give elder wisdom and knowledge, Father, in this column that you have on her and every person that's listening here tonight, Father, Lord. That their ears be inclined to hear the dust saith the Lord, Father God. And Lord, their eyes will be open, Father, to see the purpose that you have inside of them, God. And to know, God, if you called them, that you have equipped them, Lord, and they can walk this out. And thank you, Father, in Jesus Christ's holy name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you all for being here tonight. I'm tuning in to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay broadcast with my special guest, Evangelist Cinder Hunter. Thank you for tuning in. I want you to know that life isn't lived until it is lived on purpose. Know that I love you. I look forward to seeing you back here on next week at 8 o'clock p.m. for another broadcast. Also, join me on Sunday evenings at 4.30 p.m. on WDRB on iTunes Radio and iHeartRadio for, um, no, for TuneIn, for TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio um, for the Life on Purpose segment that's there from 4.30 on Sunday evenings to 4.45 p.m. I want you to tune in there as well. Thank you so much for being a part of my life and us walking this out together on purpose. God bless you. See you next week. Love you. Love you, um, Evangelist Cinder, and I will um, talk to you soon. Good night. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.